come to you, Lord, to ask you, Lord, to bless us as we uh, gather this time, Lord, at this special occasion, Lord, that have you have added, Lord, to your spiritual church, but also, Lord, your visible church, Lord, you are adding to. Lord, we thank you, Lord, for this great day. So, Lord, we ask you, Lord, let everything be done, Lord, in decent and order. And let everything be done, Lord, for your glory and your glory alone. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. The name of the church is Christ Redeemer Church. Lord's willing, um, June of 2024, it'll be our five-year anniversary. Um, I don't know if you all know, notice, COVID was in year 2020. So a lot of churches was, was closing 2020, 2021, and still today, a lot of closed churches are closing because of just the impact of COVID. And we look at it as a church that's starting right there near COVID, and now we are almost five years in, we can look around and see how God has been good to us in many ways. But the church came from Christ, the church name is Christ Redeemer Church. The name of the church uh, came from um, Titus 2.14, but also um, in 1 Peter 1, how Christ has redeemed us from lawlessness. And we believe that now that many people in Palm Bluff and all over the country say they're believers. And so this is the time that we want to proclaim to the world is that um, Christ has redeemed us from those things that we used to struggle with. Those things of sin, Christ has redeemed us from. So we want to be a testimony to our community and to the world that Christ has redeemed us from any type of struggle that we have had in the past. And so we can trust Christ. So that's where the name came from. And our church has adopted um, the Baptist Confession of the 1689 Confession of Faith, um, which is a confession that was actually very similar to the Presbyterian Westminster Confession that has all these doctrines on it. And um, it's, in our, it's in our church. I send it to those that are new members, but also that are members that have a copy of it. What the church, how the church view God, the church view the covenants, the church view um, um, ecclesiology, eschatology. Our church is grounded on that confession of faith. With that being said, um, you know, a constitution is good, but we believe a church needs to have essential things, right? Um, it doesn't say anything you have to have, you know, the name of the church. It has to, to be this certain word or this certain word. But it's some central thing that each church DNA must have. It must be essential things of the church. And those things we must consist of having. And I believe that that's what we are standing upon at Christ Redeemer Church. The first thing is the deity of Christ. That Christ is truly God. He's 100% God. He's 100% flesh. But he's truly God. Not in modalism, but he's truly God as the Father, the Son, and the Spirit. There are three persons making up the one Godhead. They're working together. But also essential is we're saved by grace alone. We can't work. We can't save ourselves. We can't do all these things to be saved in a way of by our own works. It tells us differently on Ephesians 2, 8 through 9. For by grace you have been saved through faith. And this is not of your own doing. It is the gift of God, not of us of work, so that no man should boast. So we're saved by grace. But also.
those who believe in salvation is, is in Jesus Christ alone. In Jesus Christ alone. John 14, 6. I am the way, the truth, and the life. And no one comes to the Father except through me. It's through Jesus. Jesus is the only way for salvation. Another essential doctrine that every church should have, may, must have, is believing in the resurrection of Christ. Just Christ is the truly, was truly raised from the dead. It tells us in 1 Corinthians 15, 14, and if Christ has not been raised, then our preaching is in vain, and your faith is in vain. No preaching, no church, um, no faith. All of it is in vain if Christ is not raised. There's no church if the church doesn't believe in the resurrection of Christ. But also the gospel, essential. There's no church without the gospel. If the gospel is not preached in the pulpit and also in the songs, that's not a church. It tells in 1 Corinthians 15, 1. Starting at verse 3. Well, I'll start at verse 1. Now I will remind you, brothers, of the gospel that I preached to you, which you receive and which you stand, and by which you are being saved. If you hold fast to the word I preached to you, unless you believe in vain. For I delivered to you as first importance what I also received, that Christ died for our sins in accordance with the scriptures, that he was buried and he was raised on the third day according with the scriptures. That's the gospel of the good news. That we were dead in our sins, but Christ lived the perfect, righteous life. And he was raised to newness of life when he died, after he died by the Father. And the last thing I kind of touched upon is the Trinity, essentially. We believe in the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit again. The three in one. It tells us in Matthew 28, 19. Go therefore, made disciples of all nations, baptized in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And when Jesus was baptized, a, a spirit came upon him, descended, descended down upon him. And not only did the spirit came descended down upon him, the Father spoke, said, Beloved, he said, This is my beloved son. And who was getting baptized? Jesus. Jesus represent the triune God. These are the essentials that every church must have. And if any time the Christ Redeemer does not hold to these truths, Christ, Christ Redeemer is, is no longer a church. Another thing, too, I, just, I should have mentioned is we believe in God's word as well. It's all infallible and all in there. That everything in God's word is true. It's not outdated. It's, just, it's not no historical book, just a historical book. It has history in it. But God's word is truly breathed out by God. And you must believe that. And a church must hold to that. And if not, a church, just a matter of time, will disintegrate. With that being said, we, trans we now we transition into the prospective member testimony. So pr prospective members, can you all come up, come up front? I didn't know that was happening, did you?
says, we are professing to the world what Christ has done. And so everybody's testimony here is the act of God's grace, that God has saved people in the past and he continues saving. That this right here, when Christ died on the cross, 2,000 years, right? When he saved people in a year, say 100 AD or 200 AD, this right here testimony, these sisters standing before you are testimony, are more evidence of God has continued to save people. And one thing you're going to notice about all their testimonies, all of them came from different backgrounds. Everybody came from different walks in life. Everybody struggled differently. Everybody has experienced things that wasn't the same as all everyone here. But one of all systems has something in common, that Christ has saved them. Christ has reached down and saved them from their past. Some of them testimony grew up wealthy, some of them grew up poor, some of them grew up middle, whatever the case may be, all of them have one consistent story that Christ has saved. And so as we hear these testimonies, I think we respond not in clapping for them. They didn't do anything. It's not that Jacob did anything. It's not that Jordan did anything. It's what Christ has done through them. So if we're going to clap, we're not clapping and saying for them. We're clapping and thankfulness for what God has done. We give him the glory as we hear these testimonies and things of that nature. So as we respond and see these things and we see the baptism, maybe we respond in thankfulness for what the Lord has done in these various testimonies and things of that nature. With that being said, we're just going to kind of go down with the testimonies and the case is going to get us started. And... Um, and after that, we're going to transition over to baptism. As a child, my family attended the church still to me. I learned through God and seeing the work he done in me through life. I always question how is, it, how is God said that he can't do In high school, I went through many changes that affected my well-being. I started comparing myself to others and soon became uh, the start of me having low self-esteem. I then started going to depression. During this time, I had thoughts of suicide and I was so I grew up in a large, traditional Baptist church. Um, 
till around up until around age 10. Uh, I was baptized at around seven years of age because at the time it was just the thing to do for kids that age in that large church. Um, I didn't have a solid grasp of the gospel, what Jesus had done for me, or why I was doing what I was doing. Fast forward a few years, uh, my mom really had a desire for us to be more involved in ministry and not just go to church on Sundays and occasionally on Wednesdays and then go home after. Um, we transitioned to another church in a little town, Proctor, Arkansas. Uh, this is the first time I heard the gospel preached like in a way that really resonated with me. And it hit me like a truck. I understood who Jesus was and who I was around the age of 13. 14, I gave my life to Christ for real and was baptized. From here, I became more active in a leader in youth ministry, serving our church. Outwardly, you would think everything was fine. However, I struggled mightily with sin, and I thought that I could keep it hidden from people and just confess it to the Lord and be okay. And this developed just a toxic habit of sinning willingly and then confessing before the Lord. Fast forward to my freshman year of college, I had another amazing gospel encounter. Uh, I met T. A lot of y'all here know him. Uh, and this was the first time, I think, as a believer, like my faith had really been challenged. I knew the gospel. I had been baptized. I confessed to be a believer. But did I really know who God was for myself? College, where I truly developed a desire to be more like Christ, learn how to better study his word. And here's where being a believer came more about a personal relationship and spending time with the Lord, learning more about him, and trying to become more like him. There was a true heart change here. Times where I would fall, I wouldn't hide my sin and act like I had it all together. I fell towards Christ and confessed to the Lord and surrounded myself with like-minded brothers and was doing life with them. Uh, and after my freshman year of college, I also served at Kids Across America for the first time. And it's further cultivated my love for ministry and working with young people. I came back to school the following uh, fall, just even more on fire for the Lord, and just really kind of springboarded me into uh, ministry. I'm still struggling today, I'm still growing in the Lord, as he continues to work out my salvation and sanctification. But I'm content knowing that I can, I can boast of my weakness and inconsistency, because even though times where I do change and ebb and flow, God never changed changes and he's so consistent. Uh, I was, I, excuse me, I now have uh, purpose and contentment in knowing that God is with me and that I can go to him and uh, work out my salvation.
know, appeared to be this, uh, you know, just this good, good person. Nobody, nobody really knew the difference, except except for me. And, uh, and just just fast forward through uh, through to uh, about three three to four years ago, I, I was living up up north working near Fort Smith, and, uh, and the Lord brought my sins uh, through through my my sins. He, he, to just allow the world to um, really kind of influence me in that way. 
it was just one day later in high school that I just decided that I was I was going to, to try that lifestyle out. Um, and I just began to do that. I began to just fall into addictions, worldly passions, uh, sinful relationships. Um, and that continued probably from my junior year all the way up until uh, my freshman year of college. There's where I met T, had another gospel conversation, uh, and was really convicted about my sins and made a decision to back on track and just began serving through BCU. Um, as that happened, the, again, I'm serving. The Lord continues to just show himself to me. Um, I fell back into some of those sins and addictions, and my life, in my eyes, was falling apart. I lost my scholarship. The car that I had bought uh, had been in a wreck, and my relationships with my family was just in turmoil, like physical fighting. that summer, and I reached out to the, the camp director uh, at Kids Across America told him I needed a job, and I specifically remember him telling me, Terry, this is not a job. I'm thinking about it for all day. I said, yeah, okay, whatever. Just give me more money. So when I got there the first night, um, I could not sleep for hours. I tossed and turned for hours and hours, and I just felt the Lord tugging at me, saying, get on your knees and pray. And when I got on my knees in that cabin in Florida, Missouri, I just felt the Lord just tell me. You are on a path of destruction. You do not change your life with him alone. Um, and I really made a decision, like, after just experiencing all of this, the, the real destruction that sin can cause, I uh, recommitted my life to the Lord. Uh, when I got back to campus, I uh, just began to serve the Lord uh, with, all, with all myself. Um, and through that, I met my wife, um, Skyrim, through serving. Um, I ended, when I made that decision, I Right then and there, the next day, I ended some seriously simple relationships um, back after camp. Um, afterwards, um, yeah, and after becoming aware that I could not live a double life, experiencing the true human power of Christ, my life has never been the same. Um, and I was, I've been baptized.
Today we have um, a time for um, God's beautiful um, means of grace and baptism. That we celebrate this day what God has done for us and um, through us and, 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 and because of his goodness towards us. And today we have a, a dear sister. Uh, we have heard her testimony. Now we get to witness uh, not only she has proclaimed vocally, but also now with her life and walking in obedience for baptism. With that being said, um, we have our sister, Nikesha Franklin. Jesus Christ is God's one and only remedy for your sins and the only provision for your salvation. Yes, I do. Do you know that by your identification with Christ, by Christ, by faith, you died to sin and were raised to newness of life in him? Yes, I do. Sister, by your profession of faith, I baptize the profession of faith I baptize my sister in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Hey. And what better way to celebrate? Let us all stand at this time and sing on our program, All We Have is Christ. Yeah. 
As members of Christ Redeemer Church, will you stand as well? And we're going to read our covenant responsibilities together. I have them in a program. You can look back on our church program today. And um, it's on the program for today, so you can see it on there. Um, our starters off, and we started point one and read together. God, we have been led to repent of our sins and believe in Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior. We have confessed our faith and been baptized in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Now, therefore, in the presence of God and by his grace, we joyfully and solemnly enter into a holy covenant with the members of Christ's Redeemer Church. Let's read together. We pledge to walk together in Christian love, the power of the Holy Spirit. We will not forsake the assembling of ourselves together, but faithfully attend the church's meetings for worship, prayer, study, and fellowship, and we use our spiritual gifts for the common good. We pledge to faithfully participate in the ordinances of the church and endeavor after unity of mind and doctrine. We will both submit to the church's discipline upon ourselves and lovingly assume our responsibility to participate in the civil of other members as taught in scripture. The relief of the poor, the cause of the reformation and revival, and the spread of the gospel throughout all nations. We will strive by God's grace and power to live out a faithful Christian witness in the world. In denying ungodliness and worldly lust, we will seek to fulfill our calling to lead a holy life, to be salt and light. Affecting holiness and fear of God. We purpose to watch over one another in brotherly love, to remember one another in prayer, to help one another in sickness and distress, and to cultivate Christian compassion and courtesy. 
will be slow to take offense, always eager to seek the reconciliation Christ commands, and will work to preserve the unity of the spirit and the bond of peace. We resolve to practice personal and family worship and to train our children in the discipline and instruction of the Lord. We promise that if, in the providence of God, we leave this church, we will diligently seek to unite with another church where we can continue to carry out the spirit and principles of God's word. Amen. With that being said, this is one of the special things uh, I enjoy. Um, we sign off for different things. We buy mortgages and buy things, but it's a signing of this covenant that we're going to pledge together at Christ Redeemer Church. If you all turn around, you all will see the initial covenant that we have at the church. Now, you all will be um, signers of, of this thing, but we can Church, uh, we um, um, oh, on this side. We uh, one thing about we love the members, and we cannot leave you all, let you all leave empty-handed here today. And so uh, we have a couple gifts we want to give to you all, and um, everybody will be. Um, each one of the new members will be getting a Christ Redeemer shirt. Uh, each member will get a Christ Redeemer shirt, but not only that, um, we um, we got them all a a Church Reformation study Bible, and so uh, each uh, person will get a study Bible and actually a shirt. Um, just as a uh, small token of our um, thankfulness with the Lord has done you all alive to, to be able to. Uh, commit to with us and be part of Christ Redeemer Church. So, uh, with that being said, I don't know uh, all the sizes. I don't know the shirts came out. So, um, come by here in just a moment, and I'll give you a uh, shirt and a Bible. Oh.
And with that being said, um, let us end um, with a prayer. So, can you pray us out? We are dismissed and everyone